Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks movies Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank Shit, you I... just did a countdown. Yeah. You did a countdown to the record. Well, normally I like now to it's... start on like high energy. Um, yeah. But again, you, know. you did say three, two, one, and then we just stared at each you other. Did. We were like, we... what do we do again, when we, we actually... Because normally you get told off for starting halfway in the middle. Like, yeah. I, I, often what it will be, dear listeners, is I will throw out uh, some just random shit to provoke Jamie into some kind of reaction and start recording midway through the reaction. And this week I thought that'd be cruel because, uh, you know, I woke up today, uh, I came downstairs, you know, without a top on, and Jamie was in my house. And uh, it's been it's been a long damn Jamie, you know? <laughs> okay, we should be clear um, that I was not the only person in your house. Yeah, and additionally, yeah. this wasn't the current house that we are in, that the house you generally reside in. Yes. We were both down in Surrey in yes. your familial home. Yes. And a bunch of us had gone down there mm. to hang out. And so I hadn't just broken into your no, house. No, no, of course. And also for our listeners, I wasn't the only one without a top on. That'd be weird. Uh, yes, That'd you be were. Weird. We yes, you were. And again, okay. Well, we can we can litigate this. Of course, we won't be able to get a response, and also no one tweets at us anyway, so we won't be able to get an actual response. Sure, but but I would like to litigate people. this anyway. Al questioned me, questioning him coming down shirtless when he had guests over. He was like, "Oh, it's my house." I'm like, "Cool." It's not that difficult to put a shirt on, and there my are other people were in the room. My shirts were in my bag downstairs. You could have planned for this, and also, no. you were in your own home. Like there were lots of other options. <laughs> could have grabbed no. a towel. That's could have true. gone into your brother's room but, and borrowed okay. one of his shirts. Okay. So first of all, Jamie, <laughs> let's call you Instagram Jamie banning the nips. Okay. So whatever. <laughs> right. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Sure. Okay, you're censoring my body. Yes, I am. Sure. Second of all, you would not last a day in the Gillespie household. My brother, for years, he doesn't listen to this, it's fine. <laughs> um, probably to this day, will still come down for breakfast just in his pants, full stop, and be there for a very long time. Which, when you bring your girlfriend over for the first, uh, you know, time to hang it up, family house, bit awkward, slightly awkward. Just a little um, bit. Yeah. But you know, so you, you, know, you, know what? you know what? Congratulations for wearing trousers, I guess. Well fucking done, Al. Hello, and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxton. With me, as always, is my co-host, Al. Say hello, Al. Where's my medal for wearing trousers? Where's my fucking birthday present, Al? <laughs> it's on me! Listen, listeners, dear it's listeners. on me! Um... Uh, I'm not sure what day we're releasing this. I can't remember. We're, we're banking a few episodes before our girls on holiday. But it is currently August 11th. Now, my birthday is June 29th. Anyone who's good at maths will have figured out that is uh, 42, maybe 43 days uh, ago yeah. from now. So it, it is now gone 40 days. You know, 40 plus days. Let's say 40 days later. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And, and yet I am still presentless. Uh, uh, some true. of you might That's have true. forgotten. It was brought up probably four episodes ago. That's also true. Where we were like, hey, where's my present? And it was like, oh, it's coming. It's you probably might, on the podcast. And, yeah. and, and here we are, 40 days later. And, and again, you're on holiday in about three days. For two weeks. For two weeks. Yeah. So 
minimum, minimum, we're going to be hidden about 60 days after my birthday. It is going to be September when I open my present. My birthday is in June. Maybe it could be an early Christmas present. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe celebrate some other holidays. Look, uh, here's here's the thing. I know that if the tables were turned... Uh, you would have now in anger already told me what the gift was. Yep. Um, and I'm still, and, and part of me is like, I want to say it because I know I, I, no, I can't big it up. I can't big it up. I, cause I want a decent reaction yep. from this. Other people who know it have the side effect of well, set enough expectations that I am, in, I'm still worried about this. Okay. Um, and look, about a year ago, this is a, not a massively oh specific thing. No, but I around last Christmas, I decided that for friends, uh, for instances where I'm like, I feel I feel I need to get this person a birthday present if I'm not getting a cake or something like that. I need to get them a good gift because in my family, every time I give someone a Christmas present or a birthday present, I see the look of sadness in their eyes. <laughs> I've got my like siblings like tickets to Fun Home. Bad reaction. I was like, okay, your fun home can take you out to a really nice meal in London. Cool. That's not a great gift, okay? you got to know the right gift to give people. If I gave that gift to you, you'd be like, sweet, I'm getting a meal and fun home. Um, and therefore, I've been going kind of down the line of, okay, need to need to personalise these gifts. I gave a friend uh, a scrapbook, which I spent a very long time scrapbooking Yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. Stuff like that. It is, it is a thoughtful gift. I'm sure it is. And what's annoying is I had to order it from a company. The company... Said they delivered it. Said it take I think it was like uh, ten to I think fourteen, fifteen days. Okay, which was long enough. And on the short end of would have I believe just come for your birthday. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately didn't. On the long end of I sent a message saying, "Hey, we probably all discussed this. You know what's up?" They're like, "Wait another ten days." I waited another ten days. I was like, "Where's my thing?" They're like, "Uh, we can order a new one." I was like. <laughs> Why don't you just express deliver me a new one? And they went, nah, you have to pay another $20. And I was like, I'm not, you, you're late on the gift anyway. Why would I need to pay $21? So I'm in a war against these okay. people. It is cool. reordered. It's now been ordered to my office. So hopefully it should get delivered while I'm away on holiday to my office. Who will take it? Oh no, it's going to get lost in your office. It, no, it's fine. It's, it's not that big an office. It, there's a room for mail. It's it's the size of this, effectively. <laughs> it's very, you go in, you crawl in. It's like in uh, being John Malkovich, you call through a tunnel, you get to the <laughs> You get them out, you leave. Um, it's coming. Um, and if it doesn't come this time, I will just pay the full amount to express deliver it again. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, and all that's going to happen, Al, is I'm going to prepare. Because you're going to have to tell me, oh, by the way, it's arrived, so yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to open it on the next episode. And I'm going to cultivate a list of all the things that have happened between my birthday <laughs> and when I proceed my gift. So look forward to that on episode 82 of Hank's Bank. Um, But this is episode, oh, 23 of Hank's Bank, I believe? Maybe 24? Last episode was Granny Grabbler. Was um, it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. I kill Granny. No, it might be 24. I think it might be 24. Happy birthday? No, I don't know. Mm. Whatever. It's the number of... It's it's an episode of this show. I want to say 24. I think it's 24. Um, And what we're doing in this episode is we're reviewing uh, A League of Their Own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But before we get into that... Of course, the... The hit James Corden TV show. Correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing the entire the entire I show. I mean, eleven really series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, dear listeners, we've actually been planning this podcast for years. Mm. We've taken a year to watch the entire League of Own. Everything else you've listened to recorded in 2018, miles ago. But yeah, so we're doing a League of Own, the 1992 film. 
uh, about women's baseball during World War II. Obviously, before we plough into the film, we always have our show context and our historical context. And we've been having a running, a running thing with our show context, yeah. our historical context for the last few weeks. Because he released the, um, three films in 1992, you've been providing me with information over the last mm-hmm. two episodes. And mm-hmm. now it is time for my test on the year of 1992. Do you have True. my test ready for me? Uh, I do have your test ready for okay, me. Okay, good. Uh, I have a pad of paper. Okay, good. Of course, written at the top, Jamie's test. Yeah. Here is a pen, and I have some questions. Yes, of course, yeah. This was the best way to do this. The best way of me providing my answers was to write them down. I told you. On our audio-based medium. It is an exam, Jamie. These are under (laughs) exam conditions. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this, okay? There won't be an essay section. I had an essay section. I thought, you know what? That's also not gonna be great to like pause the thing, make Jimmy write an hour long essay, come back and read the yes, essay. Yes, that so would have been instead, a bad idea. I'm gonna read the questions. Okay. You will have as long to write them as I am say to read them. Uh, at the end, I will go and mark it, and we will read out loud your answers. Why are we doing it this way? Why can't I just say the answers? No, no, no. no. Uh, no, this is such a okay. <laughs> This is the worst way you could have done this. So, this is the test on the okay. year 1992. I am, of course, your housemaster of history. Uh, of course, lording over you my, you have a my name? A-level in history. Do you have a name? Uh, yes, it's Hal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought you might have a, sure. you know, a cute okay. housemaster. Question okay. one. Yeah. Uh, let's call me Dingleberry. Um, okay. Uh, what foreign dignitary did President Bush vomit on in 1992? Cool, done. What did the... Wait, uh, sir? Yeah. Sir, yeah. sir. Yeah. Um, do I need his, uh, his, his title, his position? Or his do- position. Okay, cool, so I don't need to know his name. No. Good. Uh, what did the people of that nation call the event? Cool. That's question two. Yeah, no, no, no. I sort of... I. I, I was really sure this was going to come up on the quiz, sir. You made it you made it quite clear when Several you were delivering time. the information that this was probably going to be something I should remember for the test. Honestly, there's going to be a, it's going to go up and down in terms of you know things you You know remember. what? You know what this does allow us to do? Sure. I'm going to stop now sure. writing. What I would like to say is, dear listeners, if you would like to play along at home exactly. and get your own pads of paper, mm-hmm. and then you can mark along with us. There we go. I've made your concept better. That makes more sense. Right, so first question. Um, who did George uh, W. Bush vomit, vomit on? on and then uh, what was that? What was the name of that? To give, what was name was given to that event? Sure. God. Um, in the US, who wins the presidential election in 1992? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Um, That's question three. Who no. wins the presidential election oh, in no. 1992? Oh, this is so bad because I should know that. Okay, I think I think I know it. Okay. I think I know it. This is Question so bad. four. Who was the president of South Africa in 1992? Oh, okay, cool. Gonna, gonna write down the only, the only president of South Africa I could ever name, so let's hope it's that one. In 1992, what major war ends? Okay, I think it's this one. Oh, ooh. Oh, there's there's two options going through my brain. I'm I'm like the person on like the, the quiz show on like pointless where it's like uh so, so Simon, what's the guy from Pointless? It's, it's something Armstrong. Simon Ar- no, no. Uh, Alexander Armstrong. Alexander, so Alexander, you know. I've got I've got two in my mind. One's oh, a bit risky, yeah, yeah, yeah. one's a bit no, no, go for the oh. risk, go for this, always go for this. Uh question six. Oh, Ooh. Sir, yeah. sir, can I ask for clarification on, sure. on number five? Because mm-hmm. it might give me... I'm, I'm basically asking for a hint. Um, might this ending of a war be, you know, like, the official end of the war, but it's kind of been a muddy ending to the whole thing? Or is sure. was it 
Was no, it? no, it's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, we'll, cool, we'll cool, give cool. You that. cool, it, cool, cool. It's not as though they, uh, I don't know, they they drove yeah, Sam it, out of Q8. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah it, it wasn't like it a real defined yeah, yeah, pulling yeah. troops out of yeah, a We've got Berlin. It's great. Uh, no, <laughs> okay, it, great. It was, it was more one of those uh, end of World War One endings where everyone's like, oh, that's the end. Okay. okay yeah. We, cool. We never got to Germany, but sure. Um, uh, who is the head of the USSR in 1992? I did say this. They all, these, I went back, I went back, I listened through, I went, these are all things I have said. I would like to remind listeners that I was deprived of, I was, I committed to not being allowed to re-listen to these episodes. Um, okay, cool, 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 mm-hmm. cool, right, got my answer. Who was the first black president of the United States of America? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, Al! Because I've written down the answer that is the answer we made the joke about in that episode. But if someone hasn't listened to that episode, my answer to this is going to be so bad. Okay, right. How was Charles and Diana's relationship this year? Uh, I don't. I don't remember you bringing up Diana I dying did, that I year. Did not mention Diana dying. Okay, cool. I didn't think she died that year. Um, how was Charles and Diana's relationship? Okay. Uh... <laughs> how was how was their relationship? What how was their relationship? <laughs> okay, got my answer. Uh, where were the Olympics held that year? Oh fuck. Okay. I fuck. I think it's this. What does Anas Hribilis mean? Sorry, what? What does Anas Hribilis mean? You, I've, I've never heard those two words before in my Anna's life. Ribbis. I've no fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. No, that was we actually, there was, there was a bit of a segment on it. I, I went into translations. Okay. If I said it was related to the term Anis Mirabilis, would that help? Nope. Nah. Cool, 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 cool. Speak three languages, but I guess someone doesn't know Latin. I only um, studied Latin until I was 12, thank you very much. <laughs> that was 14 years ago. And weirdly, Anis Mirabilis didn't fucking come up. Um... Could you please spell um, the second word? Ooh, here comes Amanda Sex here. H-O-R-R-I-B-I-L-I-S. H-O-R-R-I-B-I-L-I-S. I-B-I-L-S. 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 I-S. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, there's more. The Church of England votes to allow... What does the Turk... I, you definitely... Um, definitely mentioned it. Uh, uh, you de- oh, no, don't remember it at all. So, it's gonna be this. <laughs> and last question. In what context did people see the Pope... Wait, wait, S- did you say Church of England? Yes. Fuck, that joke doesn't work. If <laughs> you'd said Catholics, I definitely had a joke. But now uh, I'm gonna have to try and take a guess at a real answer. What did the Church of England allow? Ooh, let's go with that. <laughs> in what? All right, last question. Yep. In what context did people see the Pope on SML that year? In what context did? Oh, um, ah. Oh. Do I have to remember the performer's name? Yeah. Oh. It doesn't count just being like someone did something and someone. Well, no! I because oh, this is unfair, because I don't remember her name, but I know the exact thing she did. Take a guess. No! 
There may be half points, we'll see. Okay, there's definitely gonna be half points. Okay. Because I remember this well, sure. I just don't remember their sure. fucking name. And it's, I do know their name and it's gonna really annoy me. Um, uh, cool. Okay. Okay, pass it across for marking. Cool. We shall see if whether you have passed, and of course, by the rulings of last week, whether you remain co-host of the show. Uh, so, Jamie's test. Question one. What foreign dignitary did President Bush vomit on in 1992? That, Alexander, as you've seen I've written down, was the Japanese Prime Minister. Correct. Question two. What did the people of the, that nation, Japan, call the event? That would be Bush Isuru, or Bush Ishuru. I looked it up. You kept on calling it Bush Ishuru. Uh, it was definitely spelled Bush, I-S-U-R-U. I'm going to look it up because I'm... Either way, I'm... I mean, either way, it's correct. But if I get a bonus point... <laughs> for correcting yeah, yeah. you. And mm, listeners, of course, please be marking no, this along as you go home. No, the way I had. So, but uh, you'll get the full point. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where, where are we... Event coining B-U-S-H-U hyphen S-U-R-U. S-U-R-U! Not... Yeah, yeah that's... You spelled it with the I. You spelled B-U-S-H-I-S-U... Oh, fine. But I'll get. I'll give it to you because it, look, okay. it's, it's a transliteration. It's, okay. it's fair enough. Okay, okay. you know, I, that's fair. Uh, who wins the press election, presidential election, nineteen ninety two? I've written Bill Clinton. Yes, you were very, you were very worried about that. I know. Yeah. I just, I just suddenly panicked for some reason. Uh, who was the president of South Africa? Nelson Mandela. N- not in nineteen ninety two. I it's, don't know. Uh, Frederick Willem de Klerk. So that's, that's, Why would, that's, How was I supposed to get that? I wrote the one South African. Prime Minister, I know, Alexander. What, Sorry, wait, 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 wait. Don't mumble the answer for our, for our people who are marking their own papers at home. What was Frederick the Willem de Klerk. There you go. There we go. What war ends? Cold War. The Cold War. For listeners, I was between the Gold War and the Gulf War. I don't know when the Gulf War happened. Who is the head of the USSR in 1992? <laughs> I wrote... Jamie Kalashnikov. <laughs> that was a manufacturer of guns. Yes, uh, yes I know. Uh, it, the answer was, in fact, Boris Yeltsin. Ah, yes, I have heard of that name. Who was the first black president of the United States? <laughs> now, dear listeners, if you remember back to two episodes ago, if you haven't listened to that episode, we very much made a joke that the first black president was Bill Clinton because he played the saxophone, and it was which the was a thing. Say, it was the famous was saying thing about at the him. time. Uh, but of course, the correct answer is Barack Obama. Oh, fuck so you. you get a half mark. You get a half mark. Uh, <laughs> how was Charles and Diana's relationship this year? I wrote good. Bad, they got divorced. Okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe they got married that year. Where were... <laughs> this was great. Where were the Olympics held that year? We had a long conversation yeah. about the Olympics. We asked Google. Yeah, I said Atlanta, but I feel like I may have... That may have been the... Uh, is that the... Like, no, that was wrong then and wrong now. Yeah, it was uh, 1996. So actually, this was an opportunity for two marks... Because this was the last year the Olympics, both winter and summer, were held in the same year. Yeah. The winter were held in France and summer were held in Barcelona. Barcelona, yep. Or Barcelona. Uh, uh, Atlanta was 96. Yes. Fuck. Uh, so the question of what does Annus Horribilis mean? <laughs> so, uh, sorry. You are, you are mumbling. So, Annus Horribilis. Horrib- uh, sounds a lot like the word horrible, so I wrote terrible but. <laughs> you got the word uh, terrible is not far off, but the phrase is bad year. Bad year. Oh yeah, and this means year. Fuck! <laughs> I know that. Exactly. I was so committed to like, ooh, let's make a butt joke. Oh, I just forgot that I know the fucking. This that. this isn't a very important question because actually your answer shows maybe a glaring misunderstanding of British history. Full stop. Oh no. So Henry VIII leaves the Catholic yeah. Church. <laughs> Why? 
so that he can create divorce. Exactly. And I so, put that the Church of England allowed divorce. I do realise now that that was an error on my part. That, yeah, in 1992, the Church of England probably didn't allow divorce because that was kind of the reason for their entire formation. So, uh, and the last question... When you, well, no, what did they allow? Female priests. Female priests, Okay. So, and I didn't get to make my, my kitty diddling joke because it wasn't oh. the Catholics. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, sorry, written down and sealed out was priests fucking. Um, yeah, it, the, it was going to be children. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get time right. to finish the sure. sentence. Uh, so, the last question in uh, what context did people see the Pope on SNL this year? So, some. Is it Sinead O'Connor? I'm going to give you this because you did get it right. You know yeah, what? It's you know what? Is it Sinead, Sinead O'Connor? O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor tore up a photo of the Pope on yes. uh, live TV. So, um, quickly tally up the While place. you're tallying up, I would like to say the reason I'm annoyed about it is because it's a comedy based thing and I was like, I definitely know this. And the reason I knew it so well is because it's a famous thing that happened on SNL and I'm a comedy nerd, so that's, um, that's why I did. Obviously, listeners at home, please do uh, tally up your scores. Tweet us in, tell us how many you got. Um, Prob- I mean, I hope you're going to do better than me. I hope you didn't didn't guess that Church of England got rid of allowed divorce in 1992, and I hope you didn't guess that Nelson Mandela was was prime minister in 1992 because he was prime minister much much earlier than that. Um, uh, how is it taking you this long to count? I can't no, 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 vamp this it, it, much. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, so that answer should just be carry the twelve. And uh, one second, it's just... Oh, my God. Okay, there you go. You got uh, five and a half out of 13 and a half. Jesus Christ. There were a lot of double point ones in the end, and you, you missed... No, but no, you missed no, no. By a I would like to say double points will never... It, like, that would allow you to go over the total. If they're bonus points, they should not be included in the total. I should be five and a half out of 12. Thank you very much. Okay, we can move it to five and a half out of 12. Five. I will take five and a half out of 12. It's almost 50%. Sure. And I will morally... But you get to stay, because the pass mark, of course, was one. <laughs> And I was always going to get Bushishiru. <laughs> that one was clearly pointed towards me on the test. I feel like I got more than that. Oh, no, I really fucked it, didn't I? You, you started off really strong. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, the end I get four out of the first five, and then I just capitulate for the second <laughs> half. My favourite one uh, has to be divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was under pressure. I thought of my joke, and I was like, oh, no, this is already taking so long that I want this to speed up, so I took a guess. Right, do you want to talk to us about the movie, Jamie? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, goodness gracious. So, we're doing League of Their Own this week. Obviously, as always, we'll give you a little bit of a quick pot summary. I gave it a brief one earlier mm-hmm. uh, before I give you a little bit of context about the film. So, the film is basically based in World War II. Yeah. All the, all the strapping young men uh, were off at war. And obviously, strapping young men, what do they normally do? They play baseball. <laughs> they fuck and play baseball. I didn't know what you were going to say there. <laughs> so you guess fuck. No, no, what do they normally do? They play baseball. So without, without the men around to entertain the masses, they got to set up a women's baseball league. And it's it's telling that it's a fictionalized version of a real baseball league sure. that was set up during World War Two, uh, telling the trials and tribulations of setting up this league and the um, uh, difficulties that the women went through, etc. Tom Hanks plays their a former baseball player who is now their coach, uh, and then there's a whole bunch of other people in it. Uh, do you want to get the cast list up? Because I did notice that I yeah. have not written down any of the cast members. No um, 
So I've done well in my show context this week. So uh, it's written by Lowell Gant and Babalu Mandel. Now, firstly, Babalu Mandel, fantastic name. We should have noted that Babalu Mandel is a fantastic name before because they've actually written on two previous Tom Hanks. Really? Um, yeah, they are the writers for of Splash. Uh, they which are they a, won an Oscar for. Which they won an Oscar for. Uh, they are, which I would disagree with, uh, but they are a writing duo. They always write together. They, they wrote together for years, so they were writers on Splash, and they were also uncredited writers on The Money Pit, along with the, the main writer. Uh, he's also reunited with Penny Marshall, uh, who was also the director on Big. Uh, I've got one of the main uh, characters here, Gina Davis, plays the main female role of Dottie. But also in the team is Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. It's very strange. It's a weird cast. Sure. Um, even weirder, Hans Zimmer does the fucking music for this film. Um, another small part is John Lovitz. He appears a baseball scout. Always fun to see John Lovitz. We've seen him one time before. I cannot remember which film it was in. Uh, it is in Big. Big, yes. Yes, it is in Big. Uh, it was in, this film was inspired by after Penny Marshall saw a documentary of the same name, A League of Their Own, all about the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. And so she got the documentary makers to, to collaborate with the two writers. Mm-hmm. But as I said, this is a fully fictionalised retelling of the events. This is not based on real people or anything like that. Uh, it was made with a $40 million budget and made back $132 million. Yep. So very big success for the time. Um, it was also selected by the Library of Congress to be preserved in the National Film Registry, which is a list of films defined as culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Sure. Uh, so, clearly, quite a his- quite a significant film, uh, at least by the American Film Institute standards. There are uh, a couple other things that I will weave in cool. uh, as we as we go through. Uh, but so that's basically all the background I've got. Shall we plow into this film? Yes, just to say, uh, Gina Davis uh, plays Dottie, yep. and uh, Laurie Petty plays Kit, her kid sister. Yep, those will be the, the main two people. And then the rest of the team is made up of Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, and a bunch of other people who we will sort of mention of as the rest of the team. Sure. Um, so we open on some old women, as you always do on, oh, on, yeah. on sports films. You know, <laughs> Classic starts if we're to going it. for the uh, Saving Private Ryan approach to uh, telling a movie, which yes. is, of course, it might be about this other thing. Let's start in the 80s. Let's yep. start far into the future. Uh, there's an old lady and her daughter's like, hey, uh, we need to get you to this this meetup. We gotta, we gotta get everyone, you over. Her mom's like, wants to see you there. Come sure. on. Her mum's like, nah, no one wants me there. It's fine. I don't. I, I can't go. You know, I was only I only did it for like a year. Like, well, it's not. You know, what whatever. are they talking about? We don't know. Uh, I mean, we, well, they did well, we, baseball, but yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> it is baseball. Uh, so she goes across and she's heading towards uh, a big stadium, a big baseball stadium, not massive, but you know, decently sized. And suddenly, <laughs> we're flashing back to the no, past. No, no. Before that, we do get. Um, a quick montage of a bunch of old ladies playing baseball. Oh, yeah. And that is great fun. Oh, it's a good time. Like, they are fucking going for it. Like, oh, it's a great fun start to this movie. And then she's looking at that going, I remember those days. Flashback. Here we go. Baseball. We're going to talk about baseball for a long fucking time here. So if you don't like baseball... Fuck you, because this movie is all baseball. All baseball, all the time. Um, So yeah, we're we're, we're back. Uh, It's obviously during the war, so women have been asked to come into the workforce as uh, their husbands and brothers and fathers are away. Uh, And likewise, a lot of female baseball teams are sprouting up. So uh, Dottie, our kind of main character, and her kid sister Kit are playing. They're out in, um, I want to Oklahoma-ish. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it just defined as like, 
It's the Midwest. Know, yeah, the Midwest, like, back, you know, country living, all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, they um, work on a dairy farm, yeah. and they're playing. The older sister, Dottie, real good at baseball. Yeah. Uh, she knows her moves, she knows her place. She's absolutely balling yeah. it. Yeah, she, she's, you know, boo, knocking it out of the park. That's how baseball yeah. sounds like. Kit is scrappier um, and is put <laughs> off by her sister. Her sister yeah. kind of throws her off. Yeah, the she's clearly the, the younger sister. There's um, a bit that will come back. Um, she keeps on swinging at highballs. Now, if you don't know anything about baseball, that's a bad thing. Yeah. We're not going to explain to you the rules of baseball, but that's not a thing you should do. Don't swing at the, ba- the yeah. highballs. You're unlikely to hit them. It's not going to be a good thing. And after a certain number of you don't hit, you can just you get walk out. to... F- yeah. You can walk to... Oh, no, no, but you can... Yes, um, if, if you just don't swing and they keep on doing, doing highballs at you, you can, then you, you can, can just walk. walk to first base. Yeah, and so um, she swings at them, she gets out, Dottie comes in, knocks boo, it. knock out of the park, they win. Yeah, everyone's um, cheering. Kit gets back- mocked by random men, men walking past, going, hey, stop swinging those highballs! Hey, we you're lucky that your sis hey, bailed you out! We can't fight in the war effort, but we're going to attack women for <laughs> a sport they enjoy. Now, I would like to say at this point, and I will come back to it, that a key aspect of Kit's character throughout the film appears to be that she's just kind of dirty. Yeah, <laughs> she's just kind of covered in dirt for the entire she's film. She's making her slides, okay? <laughs> she's like, getting to base, she's going around dirt, she's going around balls, she slides in and causes dirt on her face. But, like, they don't do this with anyone else. No, no one else is characterised as just consistently dirty. So, but Kit, as the, like, yeah. runt of a little sister, just constantly filming. My filthy. favourite fun facts about this film uh, this might be on your list of, so apologies uh, there is a four hour cut of this they, oh, shit. they filmed a lot more yeah. uh, I think it's already about two hours ish I think um, and in the four hour version they, they kind of elaborate to these backstories and more of the characters I like to believe in the four hour cut it's just another two hours a kid just like practicing all the time <laughs> so before she walks into every scene it's because she's just been doing a lot of practicing game yeah. so um, what kid lacks in talent she makes up for in moxie yeah. she really wants to win so they go back to their dairy farm and little kid sister Kit is looking up at Dottie, little Gina, big Gina Davis, being like, You always win, why you always do it? And she's like, Well, maybe you shouldn't swing at the high balls. I like the high balls. And then they go back and they're, they're, they're squeezing the teats of their little cows. And then comes John Lovitz, as he loves to do, always walking in on women squeezing their teats. <laughs> you carry on, I'm See what I'm you t- did there, Jamie. I tickled myself. Uh, I was wondering why you said it up with teats and then you, you just went for it. Uh, so yeah, John Lovitz, uh, he's smoking cigars, he's he's, he's kind of uh, really sleazy, he comes yeah. in and he went, hey, daddy, they could, uh, I can't do John Lovitz impression. No. Of course, they want you for the league. We're starting a league, uh, you know, Mr. Hershey. I'm take you up to the big city and we're going to make it, we're going to make you big. And she's like, nah, I'm good down here. Yeah, we're I have a husband. And then, uh, and then Kid is like, I'll do it! And he's like, no, no you're not very good. Oh, fuck, every time. Hello. Every time. Why does it scare me but when Alyssa comes to the house look, every single time? Do what I do and you just... You warn me. Every time it's like, Alyssa's um, going to come back. And every time I get scared. So it's not just that, right? It's also the fact that Dottie, and I hate to say this, guys, Dottie, very attractive. Kid. Again, looks like she's 60. <laughs> well, they they make her dirty That's in this true. Clearly, they cover in a an attempt to make her seem That's less fair. less alluring. And back, back in this age, she looks more scrappy. She looks like a kid's sister. It's mm-hmm. fine. And the, part of the implication here is not only are they looking for good female ball players, But like someone for... who's like sellable. Someone who's going to bring in the crowd yeah, with look... a bit of tits 
Cinex. Again, for all these men who are not out there fighting the war, <laughs> they want to. Me the shadiest side I I mean, I, I, I would agree. <laughs> Um, before the men not this out is there why we the record war. this in private yeah we, we need to we need to get them there so uh, eventually you know Dolly goes well can if I go can my kid sister come too he goes sure to get you there your kid sister can come the kid sister's like we gotta go Dolly's like I don't really wanna go they, they argue a bit but they run they catch the train they jump onto John Levis' train and they're all going they're heading west yep. northward I don't know wherever uh, he's back. like we're going up to the big city but first we gotta pick up another little scrappy little so and so from uh, Chicago. I don't know. Yes, somewhere. I think something else. Um, uh, they go. They go into a big gymnasium. Her dad is clearly a local coach, and and there's a lady, and she's decimating these, dinging them out. They got bam, six pictures, bam, and the pictures are throwing bam, them constantly. She's bam, smacking these things one after the other. Yeah. But she's a little bit shy. She's a little bit um, a very nasty word. Apologies, but like. The film would want you to think of her as homely. Yes, um, they're, they're like they're very deliberately like she, he, she like has the helmet player, over yeah. and is and it's like the bit is like yeah oh she's a she, oh she's 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 good at baseball but she's not pretty. Can we take her and the dad's like sure. come on come on the dad do gives it. what is a really lovely heartfelt speech where he goes up and he's like look if I've been told I've been told by professional coaches that if she were a man they would have taken her for the national team. Why the hell wouldn't you take her? And he goes, we're not going to, John Lovitz is, because he's a sleaze and he's smoking a cigar, going, we're not going to take her. Then the girls are like, why, why, And he goes, because she's not pretty. Like, yeah. she's not, she's not, we don't want her on the team. And the dad goes, look, it's not her fault. I raised her as a single father. I taught her what I knew, which was baseball. And I, I wish, and I should have taught her how to look like a 1940s <laughs> housewife. And I'm sorry that I didn't. And I'm sorry that I don't know how, but please, you got to take her. And then and they yeah, end up taking they her. They take her. So they get to tryouts and uh, John Lovitz go, go, be free, pretties. And yes. they're like, dude, what? And it's like, oh, I got you here. Like, go play baseball. Um, and then we enter what will, what will be... <laughs> Of a, a two-hour, ten-minute runtime, I would like to say a solid thirty-five to forty minutes of this film. It's just montages of people oh, playing it's baseball. It's, it's just constant, it's just like someone hitting baseball, someone running towards base, someone catching yeah. baseball, and the implication is, oh, you know, these women—they're they're tough. They're playing hard. They're not. They're none of these pansy-ass women you know from the 40s. They're real. They're going hard and throwing themselves about and they're good at baseball. Yeah, they are good at baseball and, you know, at this point in the movie they're all wearing sand baseball uniforms. Yeah, and we meet we meet Madonna, we meet who's like a R- former dancer dancer um, of some sort. Uh, we meet Rosie O'Donnell who is... Who's the bouncer. The bouncer. Bo- yeah, a former bouncer and like they're like they're making fun of them yeah. being like, hey, uh, fuck you, you don't look good, you're too pretty. Then they pelt a ball at her yeah. and she catches it straight out of the way and is like, holy shit, you're good. Um, anyway, tryouts finish and they're like, cool, go check the board. If you're on the cut list, you're out. Otherwise, you'll be on a team list. Sure. We're spinning you up into like four different teams or something exactly. like that. Luckily, Dotty, Kit, they're on the team. They're on they're the same really team. players. Weirdly, Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell, the people, the characters we were also introduced to, also team. on the team. Everyone else buggers off, except for one lady who's up at the boards, who's looking at the boards. She's looking a little bit distressed. Sure. The coach goes, hey, you're on the cut list? If you're on the cut list, get out. And she kind of mumbles something. We don't know what she says. He's like, well, look at the board. Oh, and then a lot of women comes up and goes, can you not read, honey? And she goes, no. Well, what's your name? Betty Grable. I don't know. It's not Betty Grable. But Betty. I don't remember. <laughs> Betty Grable. Um, and she's like, hey, look, Betty Grable, you're right here. You're on the Rockford 
what are the, what's their team? The Rockford uh, Rock, 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 Rockford Rockford Rouge. I think whatever. Rockford, Some, something yeah. like that. Um, and he's like, hey, you're with us. So she's on uh, Kitty and Dot's team as sure. well. And then they go, and then the commissioner comes out, and he's like, okay, ladies. This is how it's gonna be. If you're gonna play with me, you're gonna be wearing this. And out struts a little little model he's got wearing a short skirt and a tight fitting top and strutting up and not down. Not ball player uniform. Not okay? not ball player uniform. And, and the rest they of them raise like, the point. They're all like, dude, what the fuck? How are we gonna slide? slide? How are we gonna slide in skirts? If we're on skirts? Um, what Madonna says, hey, they ain't got no space for my smokes. And then the guy goes. There ain't gonna be no smokes, mm. and there ain't gonna be no men. Yeah. You're not gonna be sleeping with anyone in our. I don't know why that's a rule, but they're basically they're not allowed to sleep with anyone. Any visits that anytime they leave their hotel, they yeah. have to like register it with their coach and shit. It's and basically, it's made clear. Look, yeah, we're gonna get you to play baseball, but we just want you to look pretty while you do it. That's all we really care about. Sure. Um, we then cut to Tom Hanks. We meet no, Tom we Hanks. No, we then cut oh. to uh, beauty school lessons as they go. Oh to, like, yes, school, we have another one. Which is a funny sequence, yes. and then uh, which ends with like Rosie O'Donnell kind of they kind of track through all these tables of people learning how to eat tea properly and and have biscuits. And Rosie O'Donnell's just like, "Man, give me the biscuits. I want all the biscuits." Yeah. We go outside, and outside there is the head of the Rockford team. And he's talking to a young gentleman we might be familiar with. That's right. If you've been thinking, where's Tom Hanks? Let me tell you where he is. He's at the bottom of a barrel. Yes. He's drunk as a fish. He has a problem and needs to stop. Yes. Uh, he is a former baseball player who has crashed out. He used to play for, I believe, the Mets. Yeah. Um, uh, used to be a slugger. Uh, One and of their then, great players. And, and then the uh, guy comes in and is like, look, we want you to coach. He's like, I don't want to fucking coach. He's like, you don't have to coach. We just want someone with a recognisable face sure. to go out there, wave, wave their, their fucking cap. So we go to the first game. All the ladies, they're in, they're in the the dressing room. They're getting, they're like, getting where, where the fuck's our coat? Like, we- one one lady has her husband's baseball card. It's of Tom Hanks. It's of Tom Hanks's player. She's really excited. She's gonna get him to sign it. He's off in the Pacific. He's had this thing since he was a kid. He's looking forward to it. Tom Hanks comes in. He's stumbling around. And he takes a 45-second piss. Oh, yeah. That is the joke in this scene. He walks in and stands at the urinal and pisses for 45 seconds. Have you ever seen uh, Austin Powers? Basically the exact same joke they go there. He's pissing for a long time, then he slows down, then he starts straight back up again. And we get all the women going, oh my God, how long is this going to go? Oh, it's got a timer. It's a two hour, ten minute film. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, he wanders back through and they're like, hey, who's starting? And he basically doesn't say anything and he just wanders straight out. Oh, and And also tears up the beloved baseball card. Oh, he does tear up the baseball card as well. Yeah, forgot about that. Um, And then they're all like, Oh, what the hell are we going to do? And then Dottie is like, they're just going to go fucking play baseball. Exactly. They're all bickering about uh, who's going to play in one position, who's going to start at left field, who's going to start at the third base or whatever. And Dottie's like, look, I know how to play baseball. You're doing this, you're doing this. So Dottie becomes the coach. Yes. Um, And out out Tom Hanks goes. He does his cap waving and muttering under his breath. I fucking hate this. This is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. as shit. He looks dead for most of the game. Yep. Um, Once again, we get another... Woo, yeah, run, 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 run. Yeah, they, they play the sport, yeah. We, we have monitors again. Safe! Woo, out! Strike! Let's go! Let's Cammy! I like Cammy! But, uh, ki- I mean, it's very difficult to remember what exactly we'll happens in all of it. No, like, they, we, we see various baseball games, but, like, there are a couple things, uh, I think, which happen in this one. Basically, they're getting heckled a little bit. There's people on, from the crowd going, woo! Oh, little Blammy Pammy! 
see someone throw... <laughs> There's in... a guy on top of the dugout. Yeah. He starts doing this kind of like... Oh, he's, yeah. he's drunk and he's making fun of them. Yep. Tush uh, McDonald so just throws the ball just straight, straight at, at his him, head. Which is apparently allowed... <laughs> I mean, um, if you want to put the dugout, you might as well. Yeah. yeah um, and they win, and cool. So yeah, then so we move they're on. They're good players. Uh, uh, we then, probably some shit happens. I don't really remember. We they, get to they, the they second go on, game. They start going on tour, basically. Yeah. So, oh, they so start going on tour, yeah. They, they get in the bus, they're going on tour. Again, uh, they're playing these games. Not Some people are coming, not very many people are yeah. coming. Um, one of the we women get, has a son. Her husband's like, you need to take the son with you because I'm looking at the wanted ads and I I won't have him with me. So they bring this annoying-ass kid along. Yes, yes, yes. And he comes back. Right at the very end, it's very sure. funny. Um, they're on the bus. At one point, the kid's then on the bus when they're going towards their first away game. Runs up, put his hands over the driver's eyes. Yep. The driver's driver quits. swerving, quits. Uh, and therefore, they get a paralytically drunk Tom Hanks to drive and I was like why does anyone else drive it's because in the 40s women weren't allowed yes, to exactly. drive exactly um, so Tom Hanks and we get to the second away game and at this point I believe it is when uh, Tom Hanks starts to get a little bit more involved we have I, a, maybe even the third it one, might even right? be like, the third there are a couple of games but at yes. some point essentially Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks starts, starts, starts getting so, a little so he sees he sees Dottie making the calls if you've ever seen Anything oh. for other baseball where they're like tipping the cap, tip left, ha, right, shoulder, down, yeah, up, down, yeah, up, up to the, to the batter. Apples. Who knows what it means? But basically, Dottie's doing that, yeah. and this is a very odd. I don't know what the message of the sequence is because she's doing hers, sure, and then Tom Hanks goes up and is like, "No, you don't do that. Do this," and then uh, they start having warring ones, and eventually Tom Hanks wins, and yeah. the batter does his choice, yeah. and then she like hits it out of the park or something, or, sure. or does a good play. Yeah. And so Tom Hanks is like, oh, I still still don't think you're ball players. But what is the point? Like, surely the message of this film shouldn't be the man comes in and then is better. Like, that shouldn't be the... Ma- no, I don't that's, get that's what not, the, the that's message not, is there. That's not the message there. The, the, the part there is that he's... Up until now, uh, we haven't really talked about this, Tom Hanks has, has been saying on his breath... They're not really ball they're players. They're not ball players, right? Like, he, he believes that they have to be men. Like, you have to be a, a man to play baseball. It's a man's sport. It's for real men because the women can't hold a baseball bat and yeah. play a ball, apparently. And here, it's like he is more experienced than them, right? Like, he's yeah. played for the Mets. He would be a decent... He is, as the movie plays out, a decent coach. Yeah. When it comes to calling plays and stuff. And Kit's not... Uh, not Kit, sorry. Dottie's also good. But what it is here is like he a I guess us us had an us hatedly I don't know like an us assumes that he can just walk, walk back in having like abdicated his power to Dottie that he's he really has the, the by nature of being a man the authority to walk up and do this because Dottie after this goes if you want to coach great coach yeah if not bugger off yeah which is fair um, so I, I think this is the beginning of him recognising their skills yeah. as players. So he start he starts to coach more in games. We then get uh you know, whatever, five, six games into the season, what is quite a famous sequence. Yep. Um oh, that's a good sequence. one of the uh the more more feeble um <laughs> female players, uh, as as has been presented, she makes a mistake. She Oopsie. she she throws to, to third when she should have thrown Oop. to first or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And Tom Hanks comes up and screams at her, he's like, yeah. Why are you throwing it? You Don't. should have thrown to first when wow, when the bases are loaded there's two thousand and she ha- she has a little cry. Yeah. And he goes, There's no crying in baseball. Now, here is my <laughs> Other little bit of film context I have. So yeah, he goes goes on saying, "There's no crying in baseball. Stop crying. No crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball." Now, would you believe me if I said 
that this There's No Crying at Baseball came at number 54 in the 100 greatest ever American movie quotes, as decided by the American Film Institute in 2005. Yeah, I believe that. Really? I, I would say so it'd be higher. Yeah. It beats out Hasta La Vista Baby yeah. in Terminator. It beats out Here's Johnny in The Shining. Sure. And Say Hello to My Little Friend from Scarface. Yeah. How is this better? Like, it was it's fine. No, it's great. I, I disagree. I think it's really, like... We'll go in. Some of this is going to be in the Tom Hanks stuff later. Yeah. Um. And I might sequester this conversation. His performance is very good. Let's let's talk about this when we get back to Tom Hanks' performance at the end because I I don't want to go. But while we're talking about the 100 greatest ever movie quotes, American movie quotes, what do you think is the top? Ooh, I am your father. Nope. Um. Older. older. Much older. Uh, he's looking at you, kid. No, but close. Close. Um, is it from something like... Uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings? No. What? Frankly, my dear... I don't give a I damn! I don't give a damn! Of course it is, Alexander! Of oh. course it is, you idiot! Anyway, so yeah, that was my other little bit of uh, film context. Sorry we derailed. So yeah, there's no crying in baseball, is what we've oh, learned. <laughs> um... um and then, oh, does March out? Oh, we, yeah, we, yeah, there's so like, a few behind-the-scenes things happen. Yeah, so the, the important thing to know in these kind of sequence, as, as, as in most sports films, right? At the beginning, and that, that kind of first third, this, I'm going to break down the structure of a sports script, right? Yeah. The first word, they start out, it's not going... They, it's they, a they're ragtag okay. bunch they're of good. pals. It's not that they're a bad team, but... Something's going wrong. Something's amiss. And in this case, is that men don't want to come along to this. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. So, yes. So the, the, so the guy's running the league-ish comes yes. along and he says to Dottie, "Hey, the well, person from Life in the stadium, can you can you give a bit of Rasmus Life, the, Life the magazine. Sure. So we need we we're not getting the numbers we want. So let's try and get this up. You know, just whatever whatever you can do. Yeah. Uh, and so Dottie, who plays, uh, it's not called the wicket keeper, sure. but you know. The, the the backstop the backstop backstop shortstop um you know it it she plays she plays the, the big cage helmet and the kind of the big padding which makes it look like she no what she camera. plays is the uh, system in place to stop us from having a hard border between Northern Ireland and the <laughs> Republic of Ireland she plays the backstop thank you very much we shall move on yeah the person who's behind who catches the pitches catcher. or whatever you you know who I we're think talking you might about call the catcher the catcher yeah that, might, that makes sense um and so. Pitch comes in. Yeah. It goes high up in the air. Dottie, she's got her eye on it. She's got her eye on it. She, she's got it. She knows she's going to catch it. She does the splits. Yeah. And so the life photographer, in apparently being the best photographer I've ever fucking seen, knew this was going to happen. Because um, otherwise all he was going to take a photo of was the catcher just catching it a couple... Whatever. He catches a photo of her doing the splits, catching the ball. Front page. And this, front page. This goes wild. Everyone's like... Oh shit, these women show their games while playing baseball! Oh, and baseball is getting big now. Yeah. Suddenly, the people, everyone loves female baseball. Yep. They're getting better, and during this time. We see them doing more into. Like, Madonna says, oh, what if I. What if. Oh, while I'm, while I'm running along, just one of my boobs yeah. popped out. And Rosie McDonald says, you think there's a man in America who hasn't seen your boobs? Great. I don't think they use the word boobs. Uh, Brazil breasts? Breasts, uh, whatever. Yeah, I think it's Brazil. But, um. So it's they're gonna go there. Tom Hanks and Dottie, they're getting on more. Yep. They have conversations about their back lives. Yep. Uh, I would like to say this is my one other film thing of film context. In this montage, we see uh, a shot of uh, I don't know if you remember it, a woman with a fuck off 
massive bruise on her oh, thigh. Oh, it's like it's, genuinely the size of her thigh. Yeah, yeah, it's that it's is a real bruise Jesus. that actually happened to the actress because they like in all of the filming. Like, obviously, they've had to film them actually doing all the slides and all yeah. of these. Like, it was actually they filmed so much baseball and like someone got hit in the face by a baseball in one of them. Like. There was a lot of injuries on the filming of this, including that massive bruise, and they were like, holy shit, that's so impressive, yeah, we, we have to film, film. that. Um, they become closer, the, the girls are doing well, uh, Kit's a little bit on the back burner, Kit feels a little bit overshadowed by her bigger sister, she wants her chance to shine, she's not getting her chance to shine, Dottie just wants everyone to play baseball and have a good time. They're going around, that's getting back, uh, baseball's getting really huge, that's all great. We have a little chat between uh, the commissioner of the league and another big investor or something like that. Someone sure. who's higher up than him, oh, basically. Oh, the, the money guy. Right? The, the money the, guy. Yeah, one of the owners of the league. And, and he basically goes, oh, aren't these women cute? Sucks we don't need them next year. And he's like, what? No, they're like, this they're is great. great. Like, they, they're, they're really good. And he's like, didn't you know? The war's coming over. The men are coming home. Why would we need these women when we've got men to play baseball? And so he gets a little bit freaked out. Yes. Um, they can and at this them, point, yeah, oh, what are you they stop from a big city. They go yes. to a dance hall. Yes, um, they have a really nice dance sequence. Uh, the uh, person at the beginning, the slugger, who's a bit homely, um, she gets a bit loose. You know, she's yeah. having a fun time. They sneak out. They poison their uh, chap, the lady chaperone, um, and uh, while they they're, poison her, yeah, they poison her. That's why she's vomiting. They're like, I they don't say, remember that. They say we're gonna poison her, and they poison her. <laughs> I forgot that. Um, oh God. And she meets her future husband, and they get married. And I think she then leaves the league at that point. Yes. Um, so this all going around. Oh, that's kind of that's the middle section, right? Yeah. Everything's going really well. Yeah. And sort of the the turn for the last third is Dottie is like, I'm I'm going. I'm leaving. Well, spe oh. specifically because Kit, the younger sister, is saying is like telling her, hey. I feel like I'm not playing well because you're here. You keep getting him away. And there are times where, so I think this, the, the scene which starts it off is Dottie's pitching, Dottie's the pitcher for the team. Dottie says, uh, no, 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 sorry, Kit's, Kit. Kit's the pitcher, sorry, Kit's pitching for the team. Kit's flagging. Uh, Tom Hanks goes, you need to leave. You need to get it off. And, uh, you know, Dottie says, ah, she can, she can last the rest of the game. She, you know, she'll survive the rest of the game. And Tom Hanks goes, well, she, she's not, she's flagging. It's not worth it. We need to swap her out. So like, she's like, I can do it, I can do it. Dottie says, you're out. Um, yeah, you're Tom Hanks basically says to her, like, are you making a baseball decision or are you making an emotional yeah. decision? And he's like, baseball decision, get her out. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like... So she's yeah. pissed. She has a massive argument with his sister. Yeah. She kind of says, look, I can't... You're ruining this for me. It's unfair. Like, she's being a, a, a brat. Yeah. And this is, this is so honestly... And, and she's way, like, way dirtier than we've yeah, seen yeah. her before. This, to be, and she has a... I think at some point... Uh, yeah, Rosie Donald and her have a fist fight afterwards. Rosie yeah. Donald's like great pitch in this game, and they have a fist fight in the stands. It's not great. She comes back. Dottie and Kate have the arguments. Dottie decides she's going to leave. Yeah, right? she goes to the commissioner and she's like, "I'm out." And the commissioner is like, "What if you can make a whoa, trade? Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not the time. Like, holy shit, chill out. I, I can't tell you why, but I really, you're like our you're, star of the league, so the we kind of need you to yeah. stick about." And she's like, "Okay, well then, like, trade me. Like, I don't want yeah, to. I'll go to a different team. I'll go to a different team." Smash cut to, spoiler alert, she's not leaving. Kit's getting traded. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not good. Kit gets real fucking angry. She's oh. like, what the fuck? He, oh, yeah. Oh, she, and Dottie's like, no, I told them I don't. I wanted to be traded. He's like, oh, yeah, of course they're going to trade you, you fucking idiot. I'm getting traded. She gets traded. She's fucking out. Deals with um, They get into the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Again, surprise, surprise, Kit's team. Yes. Before that happens, two 
two main things happen before we get to basically we go to the very final game uh, against Kit's team. Uh, unfortunately, they get a letter. It's wartime. It's, uh, it's very. It's quite sad. I can't really make jokes about no, it. They get, a, they, get, they get a letter. And, they, and they what, yeah. tell, they, uh, to be fair, the, the messenger in this, the biggest arsehole messenger in yes. the world, who comes in and goes, uh, I hate doing this. Someone's husband's dead. Don't know who. Oh, it's not written down. Oh, I, I can't. Oh, I'm really sorry, ladies. I need to go back to the war office to find out this form. Tom Hanks is like, give me the letter. Goes, no, Tom Hanks steals the letter from him, reads it, walks over to the two women. Obviously, Dottie has her husband in the army, as well as another player. I believe the one who can't read, I think. Um, can't remember. Let, let's say that for uh, sake of continuity. Um, he walks over to both of them and passes it to the one who can't read. A bit cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't didn't, think it's I the one who can't I read. didn't realise that yet. I didn't realise that until I just said it. But yeah, it's, it's another player. It's not Dottie. She's been taught to read over the course of the Yeah, let's go with that as our continuity. We're rewriting this film. Sure. So yeah, it's not Dottie. And that'd actually... Be so, that'd be so sad if she only learned to read to read the letter saying her husband died. Maybe Why that does happen. I learn to read? Maybe that was what happened. Um, uh, so yeah, Dottie's husband isn't dead. And not only is Dottie's husband dead, not dead, he's back. He's back. That's the next scene. He's like back. He's like, oh, come on. I love, and she's he like, shot on the leg. Yeah, he's like, I'm back. And she's like, oh, I want to go. And he's like, no, you shouldn't go. And he's like, I'm going. So she goes. Mm. And then we're into game seven. They've made it to like, the, or game Tom five Hanks. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So just before that, Tom Hanks, uh, he's about to go off to bust the playoffs. Um, and Tom Hanks sees that Dossie's over with her husband. And she goes, go. Yeah, they say, you go to her and says, hello. They say hello back. She goes, like, I'm going to go. He's going to go, you love it. You love baseball. And she's like, well, it just got, you know, it got hard. I don't want to do it. It got hard. And he goes... And it's, yeah, it it's, did. No, yeah, he goes, yes, but like, it's... No, I was making a, I was making a penis uh, joke. Ah, there we go. But yeah, he, yeah. You know, he says, look, it's... The only reason it's worth doing is because it's difficult. Like, the, the only reason it's it's good is... If, you know, if it were easy, everyone could do it. But everyone can't. You can. And I, and I, I love that. What I've seen, I thought, is brilliant. Yeah. Because it, it surmises almost anything, really. Like, you, you want to make a piece of art? Great, it's it's worth it. At the end, even if it's shit, it's worth it because it was difficult. The the difficulty made that suffering something. Um, they go off, they play, and they're kind of losing to begin the playoffs. Two games down, they come back up, they bring it yeah. back to two two. So basically, apparently, the World Series or whatever this is played over played over five games, best of five games. So they get to game five. A big game seven. Um, is it game seven? Yeah. I think that's basketball. No, I think. Uh, let me just double check, but I believe it's game seven. Um, Whatever. It's the last game. Whoever wins this game wins the the the, the league, um, and it's the it's getting to the the eighth innings. Yeah, seventh nope. winning game. Seventh game. Okay. Um, it gets the because eighth innings. Yeah, There's yeah. nine innings. No one scored any runs yet, and then oh shit, the 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 non Rockford ladies women get a run. And then oh, kids come, Dottie's come back. Um, yeah, Dottie's come so back. Dottie's in this point. Yeah, last game. Seventh game. <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah, Dottie's Dott- come back. Uh, they're all there. They're, you know, they're doing okay. They've, they've pulled it back. Uh, Dottie's come back. Everyone's really happy. Dottie's back. They're, like you said, they're doing. Goes right down to the bottom of the ninth. Um, so for uh, British fans, the way baseball works, uh, oh, we do not need to explain. No, no, no. no but, but just, just very quickly, uh, each the game starts up into innings. Innings are basically uh, each team gets a go at batting, and the the way the scoring works is you go around the plate. It's a one, right? But they're, they're normally nine innings. There can be more if there's tied ninth. There isn't yes. here. Going into the ninth, uh, our team, Dotty's team, they're up by one. They're against Kit's uh, team, and they are up by one because Kit pitched 
relatively poorly and yeah. Dottie was able to do a nice line drive I think they describe sure. it right down the middle um, and she gets a run sure. and that's how they are now one ahead sure. so Kit feels like she's failed because she did a poor pitch whatever we also have a moment in this uh, where the, um, the the ditzy blonde uh, from before who was sure. crying um, she, she makes another error yeah and uh, and she comes over she's waiting for Tom Hanks to, to scream at him, her and and he shows growth. He he, he, restrains he, he he restrains himself very hard. He is physically vibrating at this point, but he's just like, it's okay, we'll work on that next season. It's okay. And then he carries on vibrating and he's so tense, but he's going to hold it in. And what's quite like very good visual face, facial acting. Mm-hmm. And we get to this last innings and there's still one down. And then Kit, Kit steps up. Sure. And then Dottie, Dottie goes... She's the last, we're gonna she's, take. We're gonna take a minute, the guys. I'm gonna go talk to the pitcher. She goes up to the pitcher and she goes, "Give us some fucking highballs." She can't resist them. Bitch move. Bitch <laughs> move. Well, no, it's not. She wants yeah. to fucking win. Fuck no, her no, no, which is fair. But but again, you know, she's going for. They, it's it's, it's, it's a symbol. It, they are it, going. It, it, it is a symbol of ruthlessness. Yeah, that's yeah. what she's is is the film is trying to tell you. She's like she don't care. She wants to fucking win. She's gonna. Exploit the fact that she knows her sister's weakness. Sure. And it's those goddamn highballs that she can't resist. So highball comes in, she swings. Misses. Steve Rackwell! Another highball comes in, she swings. Steve Rackwell! Oh, baby, it's down to the last ball of the game. They've already had two outs. She swings at this highball and she misses. Oh, baby, they's going out and they's going home in the Rockers, ladies. They's going to take it home. In comes the highball. It's going so high. It's going so wide in. She connects. Oh, baby, she connects. She takes it. It's going flying. It's gone deep downfield. It's not gone out of the stadium, though. The person who was stood on second base, she runs around, she gets it in, they get a run. They're tied. She reaches third base, and her coach, her coach is saying to her, Stop. It's okay. We'll get you on third. You'll get home next time. But Kit, she can't see that. She's got, she's got stars in her eyes. She rounds third. She's heading home. The ball, it's coming in. It's fired straight in at Dottie. And I'm going to have to stop here because this is the part where I do not understand baseball. Because, dear listeners, I will explain to you what I saw happen, and I would not think it would count as a run. But what happened is... Dottie catches the ball, she's on home base, and Kit just fucking runs straight into her. Just full on trucks her. You wouldn't see you'd see this on an American football pitch. She collides into her, they both to go to the ground, and the ball rolls out of Dottie's glove. And there goes the umpire saying, Everybody goes crazy. Kit's team, they're celebrating. The Rockford ladies, they're going home with nothing. The kitty, kitty cum comes. <laughs> I don't think the name is the kitty, kitty cum comes, but I'm going with it. That's a, yeah, you didn't hear no, me say like that. The Rochelle, Rochelle, it's Rocks and Peaches, and then... There it is, Rocks and Peaches. They going home. Dottie, she's not won nothing. Kit, she's had a redemption story. She hit that highball out, and she got that run. And they taking the championship home. Now, Alexander. Sure. How the fuck does baseball work? This should not... This... So, 
here's my understanding sure. of baseball from everything I have ever seen. If someone has their foot on the base and they catch the ball and the other person hasn't reached the base yet, then they are out. My only assumption is that rule is different on the home plate. My guess is, and again, I'm Why, not, I don't you've know, seen you baseball. No, I have seen baseball. I love baseball. I also love baseball because it's weirdly complex. Uh, but also, you know, you're fun to watch. But um, my guess is this: is that because the like, if nowadays you had like video replay and stuff, you probably would have been able to identify. Hey, she has the ball. She's clearly enough space. But uh, my guess is the call has to be made by an umpire, and that they were close enough that it was coming down. She hits her and like deliberately hits her because she she knew that it would knock it out. That because that by the time she was definitely on base, the ball was definitely not in um, the hand. If you know what I mean. Cool. Because if, if she caught it but then dropped it, that wouldn't count anyway. Yes. Like, she caught it for a second, but she drops it. That would do somebody. <coughs> so my guess is that it's you have to properly have it and get uh, the call. Yes, but it, but it seems like you shouldn't be allowed to just fucking run well, they, into no, them. But they say, I mean, I mean, she makes she does make the point because they have a conversation afterwards where things, you know, the score is settled. All the bad blood is put away. You know, they clearly love each other. Yeah. Where she says, you know, it was dirty. like it was dirty. It was, she goes, you know, but it was what you had to do to win, so you did it. And yeah. Uh, it. And then she makes a little joke of like, stop swinging them high balls, and he goes, I like the high balls. And that's basically the end of the film. Uh, wow. We skip well, the yeah, yeah, then we skip forward to the, the rest of the game. The rest of the old women see dot, old Dotty now. As yeah, we and, we, and we get what is very clearly, we do not have uh, the technology that is available to us in 2019 where we can take actors and then age them up with CGI so it's very clearly the same person. We've just hired a bunch of old ladies. I, d- I, d- I prefer that. I no, 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 I know. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, because we've just had to hire a bunch of old ladies who don't look anything like the actresses we've hired who are young, we just get a, a, a sweeping thing of Donnie going, hey, it's Roxy, and hey, it's... It's Don- all the way yeah. May. It's all the way May. You remember her? Because yeah, you don't know who the fucking is that I'm talking to. Um, and then Donnie also sees Kit, and then like, hey, which is... It seems like a reunion, which also makes me weird because they're sisters, so I feel like they should see each other regularly. Well, uh, I mean, I, I think the uh, they set up a list a bit at the beginning. They say, "Hey, give Aunt X my love, um, Aunt Kate." Obviously, um, you know, I, 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 it's implied that their lives diverged at that yellow wood. Um, we know in the conversation at the end that Kate's going to stay in the big city. That she's going to live there and just play baseball full time. She's going to play the next season. She goes on to become kind of the the standard woman of the league in the, the story. Whereas Dottie goes home and has kids, and um, you know, lives a happy life, but but one which is not uh, in the field of baseball. Yeah. There is a nice moment when she comes in, they kind of, uh, someone goes, who's that? And she goes, it's Dossie, she's the best player that you've ever had. And you went, oh, why don't I know? And they went, because she played for one season. Yep. And, it's nice. um, and then they sing a little song uh, that seems to be some sort of song from the, the, the league or something. I don't yeah, know. No, they... Okay, so, so all the way, you've seen this film more than I have. You saw this film twice. Yes, I did. Um, it's mentioned, it comes up a couple of times. Uh, one of the women in the uh, Peaches says that she's going to write a song about the, the team and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And then they sing it in the past and they sing it again in the future. Cool. Yeah, I don't pay attention. It was a song. Whatever. And then we get the end of the film. Um just to say you know they see the in the, oh by the way they're in like a basketball hall they, of, basketball oh baseball my, yeah, hall of fame so I keep baseball. on saying calling it basketball but yeah they, they are I just want to watch a basketball the movie. why can't Tom Hanks be in a basketball movie um, because I remember because he's short and white yeah. <laughs> um, and doughy 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, but they are the first, first woman inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, they have their own um, kind of exhibition talking about them, and obviously Tom Hanks in the past is in there because uh, he was one of the... Yeah, family, there's no Tom coaches. Hanks in the future, he's dead. Yeah, he's passed away. He passed away a couple of years before yeah. the, the, the family. I don't know. Like, it just seems an odd film decision for me. Like, why, just, why kill him off before that? Uh, he what? may be an actual player. Uh, let me just go check. I don't think um, so. I, I, again, I don't think this is based on. I don't think any it's of the. Based on a, it's based on the. The league, league. But I don't think the people are based on any no, real people. I think it's just to, make, just to show the passing of time, right? Like, yeah. like, because the film's not really about. I guess he Tom also Hanks. would have been older than all of them anyway. Yeah, a little bit. Because, um, he, and, because and, been, and The film's yeah. not really about Tom Hanks. Yeah, right? fair it's, enough. It's about the woman. Anyway, so this. Let's shout out the film. Right, so um, for listeners who haven't heard before, heard a show before. Uh, we have three ratings categories. Yes. Uh, we have. The film out of five? Yep. Tom Hanks' performance out of five. Mm-hmm. And the Tom Hanks dick meter, our created category from about episode four, where we decided that we... Well, Al decided he reckons uh, Tom Hanks mostly plays dicks. kind of dicks. Jerks, um, yeah. And so we wanted to track that throughout his career. Uh, and then, of course, we decided to put it in the Hanks Bank. And we haven't said yet what the Hanks Bank is. Al. Oh, no, we haven't. Now, so, I'm not going to try and remember the extended uh, weird mythology we created in the last episode. So basically, the Hanks Bank is... A, a collection of films that we're going to show to the aliens, the aliens who have invaded, yeah. because they want to us to prove our worth to them to join the United States of space, and we're doing that by showing our works of our greatest human. We've decided our greatest human is Tom Hanks, but yes. we couldn't show him all of his films, because as we've figured out, they are mostly bad, so we are showing him just his best films. So we're watching all of the films, reviewing them, and they're deciding whether they go in the Hanks Bank, the collection of Tom Hanks films and TV shows that we're going to show to the aliens to prove our worth to them to join the United States of space. Yeah. So this film. So the film out of five. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. I I expected to enjoy it more. I I I found it fun. It was very wholesome. I feel like I feel like I need to enjoy and like baseball a lot more to enjoy this film, or at least understand it sure. to enjoy it more. I'm not saying yeah, I didn't yeah, enjoy that, it because that, of the baseball, but like a lot of this, like so much of this film, is just baseball montages. Hey. And like I get it, it's a sports film. You've got to have clips, but it. A lot of the time, what what I like in a sports film often is when they are telling a story through through, ba- yeah, through, through the sport, sport yeah. which so, they do do at uh, the end. At the very yes. end, they are very much telling a story through the action, whereas a lot of these montages are, this is just indiscriminate shots of people doing things that people, that happen and, in baseball. And which could have been shortened down. So, like, you yes. still need some of that, you still need to, you need the flavour. Yes, you need yes, absolutely. Play, yeah, but, like... But you, I want to, I want to film, see a there's story. Maybe a, like, what, there's maybe like a 90 minute, 100 minute film in here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a little bit short. Again, this comes from a four hour film, so I yes. that you get it down to two to ten. Yeah. So but, like, um, maybe a little bit shorter. Yeah, I think, I think, tighter. yeah, enjoying and understanding baseball more. Like, the end, I, like, rather than being the big dramatic moment, I just laughed because I was like, what the fuck? How is that how baseball works? Um, so yeah, I felt like that could have improved my enjoyment a lot. I feel like the acting throughout this is very, very good. Kit is has been I think directed slightly poorly because she's playing like really playing into this like whiny bratty little sister role which she's playing to a stereotype very Mm. very well but it makes for quite a one dimensional performance for me yeah Um, especially the fact that she's dirty all the time it's just such a weird detail um, but like I think uh, even Madonna does uh, a pretty serviceable job in this Rosie Donald's very funny Gino Davis and Tom Hanks head this film very very well I think the acting's particularly good 
Uh, I think it's potentially a little bit boringly shot. I think there's anything, which like it's not necessarily a criticism, but I don't sure. think there's anything magnificent going on with the cinematography. Um, the director, as we know, with Penny like she knows her comedy. She knows how to make a joke work. She knows the timing of jokes. A lot of the jokes land very well. Um, so yeah, I, I expected to enjoy it more just because I do like comedies and I do like sports films, uh, but I did not enjoy it. Uh, I think I would probably give it a three point five. Okay. Um... You're about to tell me that you love this film. Here's the thing. I'm not going to give it a five. Um, <laughs> no, just because, just because I think, I think like you, I expected to like it a little bit more than I did. I think, I think less than you. But um, there were bits where I felt it was a little bit uh, hokey. Or, uh, the, be- the best way to describe it is it, it's it, obviously it's set in the 1940s. It feels very 90s. The kind of the framing device, um, the elements of the relationships the things I want to dig in a little bit deeper with um, I get, get that it's a comedy with a little bit of drama but I maybe wanted just to dig in a little bit more to the kind of thing and I, I did cry in the film I thought you know I, I cried at the end but I I would rather have cried at the actual final baseball sequence because again it is about baseball yeah then hey they're old now and people they know are dead and like this is the cool um, I would like to say just as a general note to our listeners um Al cries at everything. So, well, I'm, I'm not... I've cried at a lot of Tom Hanks from so far. No, you haven't so far, but a lot of them haven't been sad. I'm just saying that you crying at a film is not necessarily as big of a thing as but, but, other but, people. No, which is fair. Like, but, if but I cry at a film, holy fuck, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an emotional husk. But the... Um, where where I cry in a film, I think is a good point. Is a good way of <laughs> counting. I think that also shows how much you cry in films that sure. you have to you define of where you cry in films to show. But so what I say is this: this is a re- as a sports movie. I'm a guy who doesn't really like sports. At least in the UK, I've, I've never really been a sports fan. Do I like American football? No. Do I like Draft Day as a film? Yes. Do I love Moneyball? Yes. I do like baseball. Um, I, <laughs> I don't really understand it. I don't really get why my American friends don't really like it, but I think baseball is a really fun game to go to. I like sitting there for like six hours and chatting and having a hot dog and watching the game and hoping someone's going to hit a home run and no one ever hits a home run. Every game I go to ends up being a really low-scoring game, and yet, and I've been to an American football game, I find baseball really fun. And there are aspects of this I think really well capture it. I think if you compare this to Big... I think Penny Marshall does brilliantly. I think this is a really well-directed film. I disagree with you to an extent. You said it was boringly shot. I think it's really... It's unobtrusively shot. It's not... But a film like uh, Moneyball is unobtrusively shot, right? Yeah. Like, it's... You know, it's not... What it's doing is it's putting its actors front and centre. And it's, yeah. it's... It's not necessarily... Uh, you know, a film like... Uh, Bonifer the Vanities, which is done by De Palma, right? Like, it has a couple really great shots and then a load yeah. of crap... And this does it have the the, the quality cinematography wise as uh, as those two great shots which you get in um, oh, two good shots one great shot one good shot in Bond for the Fantasies no but but I honestly watching it it was one of the first Tom Hanks films I felt to me I was like oh this looks like a proper movie because a lot of these ones beforehand I felt feel felt I felt that they w- looked like they were shot almost a bit cheap, um, even though they weren't, even though a lot of time that doesn't make any sense at all. But this one felt like, ah, oh, this is a this is a proper blockbuster. You go, the load of great quality has been put into this, and I love that. I thought the cast all round was really strong. Mm-hmm. I just emotionally it didn't hit me quite where I wanted it to, and maybe that's a case same as you. Like, we're not 
the audience it wants in terms of like knowledge of baseball going in. It's not yeah. explaining baseball to you really. No. Um, so yeah, I, I thought like I, I really liked it. The film I thought it was good. Um, yeah. Um, as we said, like on performances, like everyone does really well on this. Tom Hanks also does really, really well on this. Like he plays exactly what he needs to. He hits all the comedic beats he needs to. He hits the dramatic, dramatic beats he needs to. I don't think it's quite a five out of five performance for me. I think like just I don't even know why. It's just not. He didn't completely blow me away. He made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, I'd give him a solid four out of five in this film. Um, I think I've seen him perform better, but I'd say this is one of the stronger roles we've seen him in. I think five out of five. I think it's his best role he's done so far. Um, I think, like every single bit, of, up until now, Tom Hanks has sort of been in these very boringish roles. Um, like even the one, even something like Big, where he gets to have a little bit more fun in it. And the closest analogy, and they are still both directed by Penny Marshall, so clearly a director who knows how to get the best out of Tom Hanks is Big, where he's doing something which isn't the standard Tom Hanks shit yeah. at this point. Whereas everything else is this kind of very tight variation upon. Uh, I'm a smug guy who maybe you like or maybe you're not meant to like. Um, whereas this is, he's a monster. He plays he plays a monster in this. He plays this gawping, uh, you know, tobacco swilling, spitting like. Oh, you know, at some points he always has just tobacco drooling from his mouth, like pig. He's he's at the beginning of the film a right fucking asshole. He's sure an alcoholic and obviously a disease, but he's treating the world awfully. Um, and he does it really, he plays what is not a glamorous role really well. He does it really unglamorously. He yeah. plays it like a disgusting man. The fact that the character's meant to have lost all the cartilage in one side of his, uh, on one of his knees, and he walk, he, he does incorporate that into his performance. He, the entire way through, when he, when he walk, the entire way through the film, sorry, when he walks, he has this kind of gait to him. He has sat there and thought this out, and he has mapped out this performance in this way that is, is never is never really likable. Like he, he even at his most sympathetic, he's never like a nice guy. He's no. never he he's just he becomes a less of a monster as it goes on. Yeah. And it was this really engaging performance, and I think better than anything he's done so far. Fair enough. Five out of five. And on the Tom Hanks dick meter, five, five. obviously. Yeah, five. <laughs> like, like, Absolutely. Mon- yeah. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. A nasty um, man. Yeah. Awful, awful human. Um, Gets is, better, but still awful by it. Is this going in your Hanks bank? Yes. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, it's not going in mine. I really can't say, oh, you're so pained by that. I just, it, it's purely on a subjective basis. Did you put volunteers in yours? Yes, I did. Fair enough, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, do not fucking question my hands. Do not fucking question my hands. You know what, Jamie? Bank. You know what? Next week, next week, Jamie, fine. We're going to go through this. Yes. We're going to go yeah. in deep and we're going to just tear each other. Yeah, yeah. So, um, for. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't going. All I was going to say, I, I, this is a purely sub. We'll get onto what you were saying. It's a purely subjective decision. Just because I don't think I connected with this film, this film, I don't think it's necessarily for me. That's fair. And also, I don't think I. I just. It was really kind of boring watching montage after montage of just people hitting baseballs and people catching baseballs and people running. Like that's a really big part of this film. Like so much of it is just them playing baseball, but like. With, that it's not playing baseball. It's not. It's not like we're seeing a baseball game and we're seeing, you know, oh here's them scoring a run and that means they win this game or like oh and this is a really tense moment in this game because they're down by a run and they really need a run. We're just seeing 
this is what happens in baseball. You hit a baseball and you catch a baseball and you run with a baseball. You don't run with the baseball. And no they're one... making jokes. It's a comedy. They're making lots of funny jokes as this is happening. No, they're not that funny. That they are. Like, I, I loved. They're, they're, I laughed they're, they're, a lot they're kind of funny. Film. They're kind of funny. They're not that. I did laugh at this film. I'm not saying I didn't laugh at this film, but in the montages, it's like fine. Um, but yeah, like fine, fine, it's fine, not, fuck fine, off. He fine. knows you're alone. Is in your fucking hangs, man. That's you can funny. Die. That's a funny. You die. prefer the film with racist characters, shows of Asian people. <laughs> not that we both like that film. I didn't hate it. It's not been my hangs, back. I don't have to defend. You it. rated it higher than I rated it. You gave it four out of five. Mm. Fuck you. I don't want to save it. Um, so yeah, it's not going in my hangs, bank. So of course. Whenever something doesn't go in, uh, in our Hank's Bank, we have to decide what saves humanity this week. You do not have to decide what saves humanity no, this I'm, week. I'm in fact, it's been a while since... <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to choose what saves humanity and you don't... In fact, I don't think there's ever been... Other, since he knows you're... We'll get into this. I don't think since he knows you're alone there's been a, a film that I've put, you've put in your Hank's Bank that I haven't. Um, anyway, so what's saving uh, humanity this week is a little song called Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Now, I would like to say I'm not late to the game on this. It's not that I'm just discovering this song and being like, hey, guys, isn't this great? I've been listening to this song for like three fucking months and I still bump it so fucking hard. As you will know, uh, whenever I pick anyone up in my car, I make sure I'm playing it as loudly as possible because that's very fucking funny to me. Um, Another observation I have made about this song recently, as I've said to you, um, I believe it is the spiritual successor to Country Roads. It is Country Roads for the 2019 meme modern age. <laughs> I'm going to share some other facts about this film, because about this song, because I love this song. Um, Lil Nas X, of course, as uh, some people will know, was like really pushing this song for fucking ages. He was trying to get it as like a meme on TikTok. That's how it first really blew off. Um, he was like posting on Reddit all the time. Uh, he got advice to put it on the country charts instead of the hip-hop charts because there are less popular people on the country charts so it'd be more likely to rise up also it has been number one in the u.s for 17 straight weeks now it is the longer longest running number one in u.s chart history and the reason for that is because the u.s hot billboard hot 100 counts every remix stream back to the original song so that's why he's released like 19 different remixes is so that he can continue to game the system be number one Al, every baby born since April has not lived in a world where Lil Nas X isn't the top of the charts. And that is fucking hilarious to me. And you know what? Next time we go and see the aliens, I'm going to be pulling up in my car, rolling down the windows, and it's going to be, I'm going to take my horse to the hotel road. And they are going to fucking bump. So that's what's saving humanity this week. You know when you have to suffer through me doing that? Hand <laughs> <laughs> gesture. Um, yes, so where can people find us, Jamie? Oh, uh, yeah, so that's the end of the show. Um, <laughs> they can find us at Jamie P. Loxton for me on Twitter, at Al underscore C's underscore stuff. As always, I will plead for you to please, please no. change your Twitter name. No. Um, no. Additionally, Alexander, uh, I forgot we're, we're we're throwing in a very late 
Fritz Fort's Fritz Fort? Um, yes, we've had a, a friend's fort from a uh, dear friend of the show, Ellen, uh, who said she very much misses uh, when you would recommend rom-coms to me every week. I'll go back to Because that's a yes. thing that we did for like three weeks. And I will say, we'll give you credit because her thought was that every single rom-com you recommended was really fucking good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, so um, while I continue to plug our shit, you can think of what rom-com you're going to recommend to me for the, this week uh, for me not to watch. Yeah. For any non-long-time listeners of the show, uh, the reason we do this is because I hate rom-coms. Uh, I watched Flash, thought it was awful. Al really liked it, so he decided to start recommending rom-coms to me. Uh, he did that three times, and then we stopped. Uh, so you can find Al at Alan's because he's underscore stuff. You can find us at Hank's Bank Pod uh, on Twitter. Obviously, please tell your friends about us. Um, flyer for us. I don't know. I'm doing Edinburgh Fringe themed. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. print your own flyers for us and hand them out to random people. Just whisper it lovingly to your dearest friends. Say, listen to Hank Spank. And then don't explain anything more. They'll figure it out. But also please explain more because they won't figure it out and we would like people to listen to this show. Next week, um, well, next week is going to be next week for you, dear listeners. Next week for us is going to be in about five Ooh, minutes' time. Yeah. Um, we've made a very silly decision of recording two episodes in a row because Alex is going on holiday in two, for two weeks and we didn't quite appreciate how many episodes we needed to uh, record. But we didn't have time to watch another film in time. So what we're doing is we're slowing it down next week. Yeah. We're going to do a, a, little, a little Tom Hanks recap. Uh-huh. we got to... Decide what we're going to name that. We'll probably decide that in the episode. Um, but next week, we're going to have a look at all the films we've... We're not going to review them all again. We're going to have a look at everything we've done so far, look at the ratings we've given, and just have a little holistic review of Tom Hanks' entire career before we move into his real big star in roles. He's in Sleepless in Seattle the week after that. We've got Forrest Gump coming up. We've got Toy Story coming up. We thought this would be a nice time and a convenient sure. time for us to slow it down. Have a little mini episode uh-huh. and look at Tom Hanks's career. Now, Al, what rom-com are you recommending for uh, me this week? There are two, only because one I'm not sure if I have recommended before. Um, one, uh, and this is the main one, uh, When Harry Met Sally. I believe you have recommended Okay. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, then you definitely watch Still it. Still haven't watched it. As we, again, this is the second moment you recommend rom-coms I'm not going to watch. Sure. Um, then I'm going to do one you really, really should watch because this is this is you will like this. Okay. High Fidelity. So okay. it's John Cusack, Jack Black's in it. It's about a record store owner um, who uh, kind of categorizes everything. So before BuzzFeed top lists, um, he's going through his you know he would have his top ten songs or whatever to break up to, and he's going through his top I think I believe five uh, maybe even ten breakups uh, and looking at the relationships behind them. Um, it's a really, really good film. If you like forgetting Sarah Marshall, it's it's got that same slightly <laughs> post-ironic sense of thing. If, for instance, you, uh, you want to go on a romantic evening, it's a fun, but also with a sense of romance movie you might want to watch. Watch High Fidelity, you'll like it. It's written by Nick Hornby. I believe Nick Hornby's a British writer. Why aren't you supporting British industries, Jamie? <laughs> Support British writers. Brexit is happening. We're going off the cliff. Art is all we have left. We won't be able to make any more. This is the end of the show. Jamie... What's our catch-off sign phrase? <laughs> What's our catch-off sign phrase? Our catch-off sign phrase is, from me, Jamie, and my co-host, Al, that's one more app in the bank. I'll get right on not watching that film. <laughs> Hank's Bank.